This high school football season just keeps on delivering Rex, and Week 8 has a strong slate of games. Should we expect anything else but absolute madness from Week 8? Absolutely not. Let's get right to it, Jack. Absolutely. This is Week 8 of the Prep Zone Preview presented by Ken Nugent, and it starts now. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. What's up and what's good, everybody? I'm Jack Patterson, that sports director, X Castillo. For the last time, we'll go yep. into that a little bit later. <laughs> Welcoming you guys to week eight of the Prep Zone preview presented by Ken Nugent and Rex, man. You know, this just season's just been off the wall insanity and it just seems like every time we think it can't get more crazy that it does yeah the football guys go like oh watch this it's good it's been an absolutely amazing season though what i love about seasons like this is that you really have no idea what's going to happen on friday night that's what makes all these games special that's what makes all of these games must watch and by that fact it makes the prep zone must watch it's exactly. been a fun ride Exactly, and that's the game. That is the reason why you watch the prep zone preview and you watch the prep zone. Uh, let's start with Thursday night. Chambers Academy, big game going down to Abbeville just outside of Dothan to face Abbeville Christian. Now, after a slow start, Chambers Academy has kind of turned it up, getting back to Chambers Academy of old. They're 4-2 and two now on the season. When you look at Chambers Academy, though, when you schedule FPD for your second game of the season, I mean, you're you're, you're swinging for the fences and you're swinging for, against some heavyweights. This was a team from the very beginning where they sh- straight up said at that those East Alabama high school media days, it was weird not playing for a state title in Montgomery, and they don't like that feeling. This is a team that you just gave Chambers Academy a chip on their shoulder. That should frighten everybody. Yep. Because Coach Allen is a, you know, Coach Allen and those boys are all locked in. They're all dedicated to upholding that standard down there in Lafayette. And for a while, they've been the better, one of the best teams in East Alabama. So really interested to see what they have to do on this road trip down to the Dothan area. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to be in the, in the way of that train right now. Exactly. You don't write those guys off. And like a lot of people who see they lost the Lee Scott, right. who's, a bigger, who's a bigger team than them. They lost the FPD, who's a bigger team than them. So a lot of people started wondering, like, you know, what's going on with Chambers Academy? You don't sleep on the reps. Oh, don't, no, 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 no. Don't do not do it. Relax. Like, like, That's all it was. That's all it was, just relax. And they have been rolling and dominating as they usually do. So, Definitely a team that you're going to have to keep your eye on as we head into the last month of the regular season. And it's really exciting for them to set this up. That This is the league that plays for a state championship before everybody else. But it's really exciting to see them turn it up. Again, a team that just stays true to their standard and stays true to who they are. And that usually ends up in a state championship fight. Absolutely, Rex. Now we're going to stay in Alabama. The Central Red Devils yes, had sir. a fight last week against Dothan to get the win on the road. They'll host Lee Montgomery at Gary Harrison Stadium on Friday night. And I think that might have been a little bit of a wake-up call for the Red Devils. I think it's one of those things that Coach Nix also mentioned that, like, you know, going into IMG, they weren't really intimidated because Class 7A, it's, it's, a, it's a gauntlet no matter who you look at or where you go. I mean, look, Dothan was a team that kind of like what Missouri was to Georgia. We expected the Central Red Devils to go in there you know, rec shop, go home with a 20 plus point win. That's not how it worked. And it's not how it's going to work the rest of this, uh, the rest of the way here. The Red Devils are a team that's tremendously talented, um, but they have roadblocks in their way. And I think it's really interesting to see when you go on a road test like Dothan, where you may think you're the, the heavy favorite, anything could happen. What's impressed you most about that road trip? Exactly. You know, it's, it, I'm more impressed with the way that Central had, you know, they had a fight. For four quarters. Absolutely. You know, outside the Open Liker game, they hadn't really had to do that all that much well, the IMG game. Yeah. You know, they haven't really they haven't really had to do that all that much. And the fact that they were able to keep fighting, bounce back every time that Dothan had a counterpunch for them, and they were able to get the win. You know, it's not easy to win at Dothan. It's no, not. not at all. You know, they may not be the strongest team, but they're a team that is 
definitely a playoff a playoff worthy contender. Absolutely. So to be able to go down there and get the win, you know, really when the, you know they were playing inspired ball, and you know to be able to go down there and get the win on the road in this region. That's huge. And I think also this could be a game that's a potential trap game because you look ahead to what, what's down the line for Central, and that means Auburn High. But Jalen Epps is a guy who, who's absolutely taking the next step in his development as a quarterback. And we're finding out that Carmelo English, I think you mentioned it perfectly on Friday night. It's like everyone can play everywhere, and they're really good at it. Yep. So I think that that shows the diversity of Central. It's not a testament to like or a detriment to what anyone else does at those positions, but it's an incredible testament to how they're playing at every position and how exactly. everyone – Look, just line them up anywhere. You put your playmakers in the best position, and good things usually happen. Exactly, and we saw, you know, how it played out against IMG, and you know, well, I'm. Samarian Parker's also a freaking tight end. If you exactly, you know, breaking case of emergency, right? And you know, we'll probably see it again when the Auburn Tigers, you know, when they face off with them. So definitely a team, you know, Central should win this game pretty easily, but definitely don't uh, sleep on it. Do not sleep on Lee. Don't sleep. Don't (laughs) sleep. Like, at this point, you don't sleep on any team in this region. No, not at all. It should be a really fun finish towards the end of here. Absolutely. Let's go back to the AISA, the Glenwood Gators, Yo. another team that had a slow start. But, man, the, the Gators are, have started to turn it on, and they're starting to play some really good ball wrecks. Pending in the lights stay on, <laughs> looking at you, kicker. But I, I think what Ryan, it took a while. Ryan Nelson's a good coach. He's a good coach. He's been around a lot of winners like a Jamie DeBose. And it just took it just took time. Like this is a, a a community and a city that rallies around this football family, quite simply. And Glenwood is just starting to reflect what their head coach is: gritty, fast paced, exciting football. And you know, down there at the swamp, it's it's one of the best environments we got, regardless of school size. I think again, it's one of those teams that it's going to come down to: can you get past the roadblock of Lee Scott though in that classification AISA? Glenwood's got got to sharpen it up and got to be ready to take on that test. Should be a great matchup though down there. Absolutely, they'll take on Monroe Academy, and you know we've seen this team. You know, even you get against Lee Scott, you know they they've probably given Lee Scott their toughest test of the season. Right. So I really think this Glenwood team, the more time they get to, you know, get under coach uh, Nelson and, you know, figure out the system and, you know, figure out how to play at their highest level. I think that it's almost inevitable that you're going to have those two teams collide sometime in the postseason. And I can't wait for it. It's going to be absolutely great. And you're right. You're getting to a point now where you're not thinking, you're reacting and Mm -hmm. you understand the plays. That's a dangerous place to be if you're their opponent. Exactly. So definitely got to keep an eye on the Glenwood Gators. Let's uh, go back to the AHSA. Opelika at home hosting Smith Station. Yeah. Now, Opelika, you know, the tough loss against Auburn. They were with them through the first half, and then Auburn pulled away in the second half. You know, but this Opelika team, absolutely dangerous. Probably one of the more dangerous teams in our area. And you're going against a Smith Station team that we know they can be dangerous. Just ask Prattville. Exactly. So, what is your outlook on this game, Rex? Uh, anything can happen yet again. But I think Opelika is a team that they've gotten punched in the mouth twice. And that happens when you play Auburn highs and centrals and all that. But, you know, you go on the road to Prattville and they lose. That, that's a tough environment. You, you go on the road to Auburn high and you lose there. Two really tough places. I, I, you know, they would want to have gone 500. They, I think they had a chance to win there in Auburn. But, you know, like you mentioned, they, the Tigers pulled away in the second half, and they're a tremendously talented team. Don't sleep on Smith Station. No. This is a team that loves ruining uh, people's dreams, and they've done it with Prattville. We saw Coach Glisson be completely emotional. I just don't – I think there has to be more emotional stuff left in the tank for, for Smith Station, and they're going to have to use it against an Opelika team. Absolutely. You look at them as possibly vulnerable because they lost back-to-back games. 
But Opelike is even more dangerous than ever because now they have nothing to lose at this point. Backs against the wall now. Backs against the wall. They can't afford to lose this game. Absolutely. And you need this game to make sure that you're on the inside track for that playoff run. Now we're talking playoff spots right now. And, you know, right now the only undefeated team in the region is Auburn. Which is crazy. You put put either of these teams in a different region, they're probably towards the top. And right now you got Central that has one loss. You got Opelika that has two region losses. You have, you know, Prattville who has two region losses. Right. You know, it's getting tight. It's getting really tight. I mean, it looks like Auburn could could run away with this pending disaster in these last few weeks. But yeah, you need to st- if you want to control your own destiny, you got to start winning. You got to start getting some wins. You got to string wins together, and that happens on Friday. And Smith Station, though, I mean, like a team that is all heart. You know that that's one thing that's great about the Smith Station Panthers. There's a lot of grit. People have called it Grit Station. Exactly. There. So. You're going to need to bring all of that and more when you play in Bulldog Stadium because that's a tremendously tense environment. Exactly. And you got to open like a team, like I said, where, you know. There's they, a lot of talent on that Bulldog roster. And man. they need wins. They need wins. And this is a, if you want and both And both teams really need wins. Cause, honestly. Because, you know, to be honest about this, Smith Station still has an outside shot at the playoffs too. But, you know, they need a, a couple more wins themselves. That's an uphill fight for them. But it should be exciting to see how this wraps up as well. Exactly. I do think Opelika has the advantage here. I mean, when you have Roman Gagliano and you have guys like Tay Gay on on, uh, on defense and then, gosh, uh, Bryce Speakman, what a weapon he's developed in. Too. Yep. And I think that was just really special for these two, uh, for his his dad, Eric, and Bryce to to really flourish into this weapon that he's become. Uh, it'd be really exciting, and I know that they want they don't want this to end uh, on on a sour note, so they're going to no. be fighting tooth and nail. So Friday. absolutely. should be a, a great game on Friday night. Now let's go down to you follow whether you follow Tigers. Just keep on rolling. Yeah. Rex, first year under Jarrell Jernigan, mm-hmm. and the Tigers are red hot. And now they got a red hot opponent as well in Charles mm-hmm. Henderson. So this one ought to be fun. This one's this one had a contender for game of the week, but it was one of those things where you see Jarrell Jernigan when you hire the right guy at the right time, good things happen. Yep. And I think Jarrell, you know, a former uh, you follow Tiger himself, and gosh, talk about a football resume littered with winning. One of the best Trojans in history. Yep. Won the Super Bowl with the yep. Giants. I mean. I mean, what else? What else do you need out of him? But he's a guy who came back to to ensure that his community learned from him, and he was the right guy, and it's working. And I, when, when Kevin Robo, again one of the hardest working men in TV, yep. caught up with him, it was all about he he gave all the credit to the players. It was all just like guys believing in his vision and a staff that's supporting him. When you have that kind of humble and hungry leader. Man, look at where they're at now. Now, Charles Henderson is going to be a team that's going to test them. Exactly. You know, we're talking about a Charles Henderson team. Their only loss is to an undefeated Beauregard. Which is another squad we got to talk about. Exactly. So, you know, this will not be a cakewalk at Tiger Stadium on Friday night. And, you know, and Charles Henderson pushed, you know, they that was Beauregard's toughest test. That was a two-point game. Right. So, this will not be an easy game at Tiger Stadium, but we saw what this team was capable of last week. Copeland Cotton, you know, just slinging it all over the field. Wow. And, I mean. The, the top play he was, what, last week? Just yeah. Just to his left and then cross, turning his body all the way and getting somebody wide, like, in between two defenders. Yep. So, that's the kind of talent you're dealing with down in Eufaula. And now, we're – we were at the point where we we questioned coach, just like, all right, you look, it's your first year as a head coach. We know you're you, you have a lot knowing. They developed into contenders. Now they're solidifying where they can be in the playoff picture, and that's really exciting for the Ufala Tigers. Exactly. If they get this win, you got to talk about them as potential region champs, which is outstanding. So in I'm, year one, in year one of the Jarrell Jernigan era, but that's that's also a testament to what he's brought to that that enthusiasm, that love, and that dedication he's brought to the program. Exactly. And once again, right hire, right time. Exactly. All right, and our last Alabama game we'll talk about today, and this one is 
a, a, a huge robbery, but right. it might be the last time that we see the this final game. chapter. Lafayette at Lynette. This game, you know, I've covered it multiple times. Yeah. Like, you know, the, it seems like the entire cities of Lafayette, Lafayette and Lynette show up wherever that game's being played. One of the first things you told me here is like how special Friday nights in Lafayette or Lynette can be. And talking, we spoke with uh, Coach Juan Williams and, and Coach uh, Clifford Story um, earlier this week. What was great about this is they both understand the weight of this game. Of course, it's a region game. I mean, look, the X's and O's you can't ignore. But Coach Story really equated this to this is the Iron Bowl of the Valley area. This is what who's going to be the real LHS out here. They're both similar colors. One's yellow and gold. I mean, one's yellow and black. One's golden, golden black. Yep. So, you know, this is all stuff outside of their control. This isn't redistricting. It mm-hmm. is purely a restructuring of the school system down there. And exactly. That, what, what can you do about that? that? That's not a coach's decision. But, you know, Coach Clifford Story, former Lafayette player, now Lynette head coach, he's led the Panthers to tremendous success. He's been in this rivalry for the majority of his life. Of his life. his I think his wife is from Lynette. So, mm-hmm. you know, you see what this means to these people. And being from Texas, this kind of has the feeling of when I speak to these coaches – it's the feeling of the final Texas versus Texas A&M game. So it means a lot. There's a lot of history here. This is what you do late in the season. It lined up to be homecoming. Like he's not trying to coach story. Man, like, look, I'm not trying to disrespect Lafayette this way. It's just the way the schedule lined up, but they're homecoming. Now, both of these teams are a little bit behind schedule, but they're both young compared to what we're used to at this point. It's going to be a really exciting Friday. And I cannot wait to see that atmosphere at Morgan Washburn Stadium. It's going to be something special. For people new to the podcast, describe just a couple of those moments, of a couple of those games that you covered. What is it like, those Friday nights? You know, I, like I, I've probably covered three or four of these games. And and, I, and I've covered them at both stadiums, both at Bulldog Stadium in Lafayette and Morgan Washburn Stadium in, in Lynette. And like I said, if you don't get there early, you're not going to get a parking <laughs> spot. It, it's like the city's both converge on that stadium Mm -hmm. and it's something really really special like you can see the passion you can see the emotion you know i've been you know i probably the best the best one i covered was maybe three four five years ago where lafayette had booby whitlow and coach story brought up this game and just the game was nuts like it it was like they broke the scoreboard not literally (laughs) But, like, I can't remember what the final score was, but that game was just absolutely crazy, and the crowd was electric. And Billy Willow wanted out to have a great career at Auburn. Yes. And, you know, it was, you know, games like that just stick in your memory. That's awesome. And, you know, I hate that this rivalry is going to yeah. go away. You know, and the same thing with Lynette Valley. You know, because that rivalry is also impacted by this. Right, because I think, so what is happening for Warner Stanley? Lafayette Lafayette and Valley are merging. Merging, so that means Lafayette High School is is shutting down. Well, and Valley won't be known as Valley Valley anymore. There's going to be new names, new colors, new mascots. Exactly, so it's going to be a clean slate. And with all all those bodies, the classification is going to change too. Well, yeah, and so it won't be a region matchup anymore. It'll probably be more along the lines of what Lynette and Valley has been over the last few years. But, man, you know, it's it's a bummer to see it go. Right. But I got to think that this one on Friday night is going to be a great way to send it out. And I think uh, we were looking at some of the records online. It's been 50-plus years of this rivalry being played. The only constant in life is change. So, exactly. Uh, you know, sometimes it's one of those things that both coaches were understanding. They're like, you know, maybe this is a good thing. Um, I mean, it makes sense for the region, especially the population, the way it's played out. Mm-hmm. You just enjoy it while it happens. Exactly. So enjoy this Friday night for what it is. And 
who knows whoever comes out on the on the other side of it everyone's going to celebrate the memory but you know there's going to be one team like you know I'm holding on to this win for the rest of I my mean, life right I mean whoever gets it has got bracket rights for the rest of your life you know so. it's it's going to be great uh, I'm looking forward to what hap- what's happening in Lynette I know they have some again both teams are just young and yeah. you don't know what you don't know and the only way you get better in high school football is reps exactly experience so it it is what it is it'll be a fun Friday night though yeah, exactly speaking of fun Friday night let's cross the river over to Georgia yes, where a, a great 5A rivalry that we have around here. Northside heading oh, yeah. to Harris County. And those Northside Patriots, Rex, they look fantastic. They're looking like they might be region title contenders this year. We were, you know, early on, I was really high in them. Malachi Hosley coming back and being the guy, Mr. Main Event. Mr. We, we call him RVD here. The whole dang show. He is the whole dang show. But, again, we're realizing how complete they are. On defense, they're shutting people down. They're multiple weapons on, on offense as well now. Now, look, Harris County is still going through some growing pains. That's to be expected with a new head coach. But Northside's not going to feel sorry for you. Coach Orpeza and those boys are rolling. Now, being in Class 5A, it's just a different world because once you get deep in the playoffs, I think you can attest to this, too. You just run into Atlanta Metro guys, and it's— Well, it's not even just the Atlanta Metro, but you run into some of the bigger schools that are in Central Central Georgia and South Georgia. So, you know, it's not— You're going to run into some powerhouses. Exactly. It's not as easy. It's not as easy, but I think what Central—what North—excuse me, what Northside is doing is setting themselves up for success, getting your ability to start clinching home field— but also tightening stuff up. One thing that I've also really appreciated, no matter what level their opponent is, they play to their standard. Yep. And sometimes it doesn't matter if you're up 21 nothing. Coach Oropesa is not a rah-rah, yell-at-you-in-your-face kind of guy, at least that we've noticed, but he holds them to a high standard. Exactly. So I'm really excited to see what happens in Harris County. And who knows, if the Tigers pull this off, that's a shocker. And not only is it a shocker, it's a shock to the system in the region too. Uh-huh. So, I mean, uh, once again, it's a big rivalry, but it's also a region game. And, you know, we've covered this game so many times, and we know that, you know, these two schools don't necessarily have fond memories of each other. Not really. But, you know, at the same time, it's shapes of the where it could be a great game. When it comes to this rivalry as well, I mean, it's, again, when you when you line up across and you see that jersey, just something, go, you know, so ex- extra adrenaline runs through your veins. Now, one thing that Harris County did prove is that they can jump out on people. They just exactly. need to, they need to finish because Hardaway, man, what a comeback they had, right? Exactly. And, you know, we, we, we've we seen, you know, once again, it's another situation where you got a new coach, you got a new system. Right. You're trying to install all this, you know, get everybody on the same page. And, you know, that that, that does take time. Mm-hmm. You know, now here we are, second week of October, and, you know, you have, you've had the opportunity to kind of get, you know, get things down pat. You know, if Harris County can be on the same page and execute good, and then Northside can't sleep on this team. And, and it will be a, a real fun way to wrap things up. So it should be really interesting to see what happens this Friday night at, uh, in, in Hamilton. Absolutely. Now, let's head up 185 to the LaGrange Rangers at Callaway Stadium on Friday night. They're facing off with North Clayton. And LaGrange is... They had that slow start in the region, you know, tough loss against Whitewater, tough right. loss against Stars Mill. Right. You know, both of those games could have easily be winnable, been winnable. Oh, yeah. But needless to say, big-time comeback win against Riverdale last week. And, you know, I this game right here sets them up to get back to 500 in region play. And I think that that's going to be the key here when you look at what they're doing out there. The, the, the town lived up to the billing against Riverdale. I mean, first of all, double pass on third and long. Nice. Nicely done, Coach Napier. But you see what Magic Johnson is, like his nickname, if, if, I'm sorry, his name says ex- exactly what it is. He's absolute magic out there. Yep. Making things happen, you know, just 50-plus yard plays left and right. A guy who who has, I think he per- helps personify what that team is all about. And it's 
highly explosive plays, tremendous playmakers who just don't give up. And it's, I, as you've noticed, it is pedal to the metal every single time out there. Exactly. And it's a, it's a team when they get rolling, look out. Absolutely look out. You don't want to be in front of that. And I think this game offers them, you know, we've seen what Chatco did in North Clayton. We've seen what Troop County did in North Clayton. This is an opportunity for LaGrange to really start getting that momentum and execution down. And it could be, but again, North Clayton, a, t- a team going through their own struggles. If you drop this game, though, that's going to be a big shaker. Like, see, that's going to be a test for your culture. But it, I think it's a test to the culture right now. Mm-hmm. Can you, you're supposed to win this game, but can you execute? Play exactly. up to your standard. Go do what you're supposed to do. Exactly. So that is something you definitely have to keep an eye on. Now, Rex, 1A football. Yeah. You know, I told you when I came back from the game on Thursday night, the Manchester Blue Devils. A problem. A problem. Yeah. And there is another huge rivalry. It just seems like this is rivalry Friday. <laughs> Absolutely. As they take on the Greenville Patriots down at Coverson Stadium in Greenville. And this Manchester team, they are physical, offense and defense. And, man, I, I'm telling you, this is a team day. You definitely got to watch out for They're just massive human beings also. Like, it is ridiculous. When Jack came back with the highlights and we saw what they did last week, I swear, it looks like a 5A team was playing a 1A team. And we're talking about Macon County, who's normally a really good team. Normally a really good team, and they what they average 300-plus rushing yards a game. So it's it's ridiculous to see what Manchester's doing. They are playing on a different level. 53 to nothing, Rex. I mean, that that's a statement win. I, it's a cliche. Sure, it's a cliche in sports to say that, but it was a statement win. It was an eye-opener for me. An eye-opener, and everyone was like, oh, my Lord, the Blue Devils are for real. Yeah, y'all. They, they are. So Greenville, talk about a mountain to climb. It's one of those things that you got to be able to embrace the challenge of it. Because, again, you're on the road. Uh, Greenville, it's a cool little stadium. Um, I think it kind of captures what small town high school football Agreed. is in, in in Georgia. But Manchester's a team, after taking down a Macon County, don't sleep. Because mm-hmm. Greenville has everything in front of them. But I think Manchester's a team that'll finish the mission. That's the one thing we noticed. Exactly, and that's the one thing you got to do. You mentioned it is finish the mission, but at the same time, Manchester, you can't look forward either. They got that date with Slot County next week. That's going to be a game. You can't look forward. Right. You got to you got to be, you know, be you. Be where your feet are as they say. Absolutely. And that means that they've got to go into Greenville and do the same thing that they, you know, the same game plan they had against um Macon County. Absolutely. And against everybody else cuz I think the biggest difference for me is not just how dominant physically, because Manchester's always been a physical team. Right. But the fact that the amount of points that offense is putting up, we've seen them put up 50 and 60 points multiple times this year. But they can also win 14-7 games against guys like Chaco. The, the, exactly. The ability to win games no matter what, finding a way is the most important thing, especially in playoff football. This is a team that's proving that. Exactly. And so I cannot wait to see how this um, Manchester team looks against Greenville. And then not only that, definitely looking forward to that showdown Should next week. So our prep zone game of the week. Let's Rex, go. The 52nd edition of the battle for the Bruchelli jug between Pacelli and Brookstone at Max Strong Stadium. And these two teams have looked fantastic so really far have. this year in um, GIAA play in their first year for both teams. And I'm really, I've been excited for this game for about five weeks now. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, Pacelli is steamrolling their way towards this this battle for the Bruchelli jug. Uh, five and one on the season, four, winning four games in a row. A big thing with the, the Vikings this year is that they've said that their culture is different. Mm-hmm. There's no negative, uh, as a lot of people pointed out, there's no negative forces in there. And so, and then coach, to notice from uh, from his point of view, 
no one if something goes wrong, no one's blaming anybody. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, that that didn't go our way. Let's pick it up and play for the next play. That's huge. Now, Max Strong Stadium is also gorgeous. Exactly. That is one of the best uh, places to play a football game this season. Um, you know, I, I I would say definitely like a, a great place to host any event at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, Brookstone's lost back-to-back games. Whitewater, that was interesting to me that their offense was kind of stymied and stuffed a little bit against, a, I'm not Whitewater, Whitfield Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitfield, though, big bodies, great athletes. Don't sleep on Brookstone. We've seen what they what all those athletes we, can do. Would not recommend it. I mean, you were there to, to see that one-handed catch, the OBJ catch that Brookstone had. Walter Blanchard is just a man possessed at this point. Just if things go wrong, fine too. Exactly. Just throw it in the general area and go go gadget arm. Something happens. Mm-hmm. Now I'm really excited to see because Pacelli is determined to keep that jug on that campus. Exactly. They won it for the first time in six years last year, and. You don't need me to tell you this, Rex, because you know just as well as I do is that now that they've got it, they want to keep it, and you know good and well Brookstone wants to bring it back. And Dwight Jones has has a tremendous amount of respect for Rance Gillespie. He's a coach that's coached at every level and won at every level. Rance has now put his hands firmly on what Brookstone is. Fast, exciting, explosive team. That's always exciting to watch. You want to see that every Friday night. Can Pacelli determine – can they determine the tempo? Because Brookstone wants to determine that you have to play at our tempo and we just have more gas than you at this point. I can't wait to see what happens. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a fun... Get your popcorn ready for this one. Exactly. It's going to be in the electric atmosphere in Max Strong Stadium. And, of course, that is our Prep Zone Game of the Week. You can catch it Friday. We'll be be live down in Max Strong Stadium at 5 and 6. And we'll have all the highlights on the Prep Zone at 11.15, 10.15 Central. And before we do the whole SIG out and everything, (laughs) you know, I mentioned it at the top of the show. Yeah. Rex is growing up. (laughs) That's a great way to put it, Rex. That's a great way to put it. Tell the people about what you're doing. So uh, it's been a tremendous run as your sports director here at WRBL Sports. And thank you to everybody who's reached out. It really matters uh, a whole lot. You just want to come to a place and, you know, um, bring whatever brand of energy you have and just make sure you respect everyone to tell their stories. Uh, You know, I have the goodbye on social media, but I will be becoming the uh, new WRBL AM news anchor. Um, it's, it's going to be a lot different waking up very, very, very early in the morning. I'll still be in the building, though. Um, you know, I, I'm very proud of what the Highlight Factory is, what myself and Jack, the nickname that we, we've come up with, or excuse me, that Jack came up with for this place. It's been a, it's been a dream come true. It's been an amazing opportunity to, to be in this position, to create what we've created here. Uh, I think it's been something special, um, dynamic, electric, fun, and... Um, but this opportunity, this next chapter, it, it's going to set a foundation and a timeline for what I think my family needs and um, family first above everything. It's, it's going to be, you know, I want to be a highlight. I want to be there for the highlights of my own family. And that's what's really important to me. Of course, sports and football and every sport under the sun is going to be important. Um, I just I, I can't be there. I can't do what I will need to do for my family and then give the highlight factory what it needs as well. Um, I'll still be around. I'll still, you know, maybe check out games a little bit more on the sidelines. And if the sports department ever needs a needs a hot tag for some help, I'm always there. Just give me an, give me an opportunity to nap before I get out there on the sidelines. Uh, it's been an incredible, incredible run. I mentioned it early on. Is uh, the only constant in life has changed, Jack. But I will always treasure the time that we had. It doesn't. This this career doesn't happen without guys like Jack Patterson, Justin Holbrock, everyone behind the scenes, Axel next to me, who's, you know, having to corral a tornado. But um, 
it's been an incredible run. Uh, I was just a kid from Texas who had a dream and uh, got able to live it for a few years, and I can't be more thankful. Ah, those dang allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid allergies. Oh, man, man. Uh, sh- yeah. I'm not going to get into all the details yeah. because I'll start boo-hoo crying. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's always been an incredible, incredible ride. Even from day one, I met you at J- uh, Hair State yeah. when you were still working in Savannah. And, you know, being able to bring you here and having the three elite with Justin Holbrock and then, of course, the Highlight Factory with yourself and, my- and myself. Oh, man, it's been one heck of a ride. This place helped, this place helped make Columbus home. And I've missed home. I, you know, I'm, my family's in the Houston area. Um, but when you when you can come to work and smile and be excited, and then you get to do your dream job, I don't know how many people have that. And you I treasured what? it. I wish, you know, sure, we wish it could have had another ride, but things have to change. And I'm really excited for this next chapter. And who knows? I, who knows what's next? But I to lay this foundation now is important to me. And I've... I so have appreciated your blessing for this because it's not easy. This is for, there is, again, there is nothing behind this. There's no drama behind the scenes, y'all. There's no, I'm holding any animosity towards anyone. This is just the season for change. And I think it's important to recognize that and to, to give my family a shot as well. So uh, it's, um, it's going to be exciting, but this is my extended family. And again, if you ever need a hot tag, Jack, or if anyone, whoever, whoever, Whatever the next chapter of WRBL Sports is, I'm right there. And um, I'm glad to do this. Honestly, I'm glad to do this phase of my career, which is very tough. You see a lot of sports guys go on and and do this next chapter, but they do it in cities that they're not familiar with. To do it in the Fountain City, because I'll also say this, for a place in the middle of the South to let an Asian-American man be their sports anchor for an extended amount of time is very rare. And I've treasured that. And I thank everybody for that because no one had to say yes to any of the interviews. No one had to say yes to what we wanted to do here. We've done a lot. Yeah, man. Launching this and, you know, we'll be here to make sure that whoever asks or or wants help will will be there. But um, I need I need to give my family a shot as well. So I'm excited to be to, to be part of the highlights of what the family will be moving forward. Absolutely, man. And, you know, as always, we appreciate everything you've done, man. And you gave me a shot. To, uh, okay, we got pat- audio padding falling behind you. But um, I <laughs> uh, appreciate you giving me a shot to live my dream, you know, because you played a big role in that. So, you know, like I said, I'm not going to go too far into detail because I don't want to turn this into a boohoo crying session. So we got We got a Friday to get through also. We got a Friday and a Saturday to get through. Yes, sir. So we will save, you know, we'll save for the tears to be off camera. <laughs> uh, but that's going to do it for week eight of the prep zone preview of Rex. As always, ah. where can the people find us? Well, guys, thank you so much for this last ride on the prep zone preview. But check out all the episodes on WRBL.com. Of course, we have this available on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We still have our social media stuff going. But, Jack, where can they find us on social media? Absolutely. So you can still find us on social media. I'm at Jay Patterson TV. Rex will still be tweeting about stuff. May not be as much sports related stuff, <laughs> but at Rex Castillo TV. Sir. So go follow the man and then follow him on Facebook as well. WRBL Rex Castillo. I'm at WRBL Jack Patterson. Don't forget to follow that WRBL Sports account at WRBL Sports on Twitter, WRBL News 3 Sports on Facebook. And for one final time on the Prep Zone preview and on your sidelines, Rex, take us home. I can't, I don't know if I can say thank you enough. Seriously, everybody. Thank you to everybody back here. Thank you to, especially to Jack. 
thank you to every coach, every player who said yes and trusted us. This doesn't happen without y'all. Let's have one final ride. Let's have one final. Uh, let's have a one final fun time. At me as sports director, I may still be hanging around in the interim, but uh, this will be. This has been one incredible chapter, and I thank each and everybody in the Chattahoochee Valley and beyond for this. Last call of the Prep Zone. <laughs> of the Highlight Factory comes your way on the Prep Zone Friday night in Auburn, Georgia, on Saturday on the News Three Night Watch. We'll catch you later, for, for peeps.